High School Holla. Holla, Chicago! Welcome to another Saturday edition of the H2S2 High School Holla Sports Show. I'm Steven Spoon Ramsey, repping for the Mendel Monarchs. I know. I know we closed a long time ago. So what? I'm repping anyhow. We welcome those of you from across Chicago and all surrounding areas to the best show in Chicago for high school sports. We have a report from last week's IHSA Girls Bowling State Finals. And our Lady Eagles of Limbloom fell a bit short in the finals. And our sister Kaya Gray of Kenwood. She didn't finish number one in the state in individual competition, but she finished in the top 50. So congratulations to those ladies for a great job well done down in Rockford, Illinois in the state finals. Also, if you hadn't heard, congrats to Coach Rob Smith and the Simeon Wolverines for capturing their third straight city's title last week. So that makes the Simeon Wolverines the kings and queens of the court. They dominating basketball this year, so they take that over. We continue to make history and celebrate history 365 a year by recognizing many of the talented shining stars from across the city of Chicago. And I got to say it. Say what, Harlan Lady Falcons? Say what, Marshall, the Lady Commandos? What you say? We got a championship battle going on today. That's right. And I'm going to tell you more about that on today's show. In our Shining Star segment, we introduce you to a talented young man who's a shining star in the sport of bowling and has signed for a scholarship to compete at one of the top colleges in the nation in bowling. We have updates on those public school girl basketball schools that are competing for state titles. And two of these teams have a chance to compete in the Class 2A state final championship. That's in Diva Sports. We have two special guests on our Coaches Chatter segment. One's a great friend of the show and the other's the first year coach. Not in high school though. We introduce you to two good brothers who are coaching on the elementary school level which encourages us to do something new on the show and we'll tell you more about that later on these things plus much much more on the best show for high school sports the h2s2 let us hear from you on our social media networks on facebook twitter and snapchat at urban field house also like the high school holler sports show page on facebook give us a thumbs up we always like to hear that from you national signing day just passed and we have another one coming up real soon it's right around the corner so holler at us if a student athlete is having a signing day event somewhere let us know about it we would love to come out and celebrate with you holler at us with the details directly on any of our social media links and we'll come out and celebrate with you speaking of celebrating a signing day up next we introduce you to another chicago shining star from morgan park high school get a chance to meet our shining star guest of this week the mustangs reginald petty jr up next on the h2s2 show Praise the Lord. Need life? Get Life and Life Church on every Sunday morning at 9.30 a.m. or weekly Bible study on Wednesday at 7 p.m. at the Homewood Suites located at 16245 South LaGrange, Orland Park, Illinois. Come and enjoy our life worship experience where you will be blessed by our anointed worship team and receive an inspiring message from Senior Pastor Isaac B. Green. Every Sunday, we have a special reception for our guests. Because once you visit life, you are no longer a guest, but a friend for life. Our mission is to change the world one life at a time. 
by living in faith every day. We look forward to worshiping with you in Life Church, Homewood Suites, Orland Park, Illinois. Hey Chicago, this is Pastor Isaac B. Green of Life Church, representing the class of 1988 in the Julian Jaguars on the High School Holler Sports Show. Welcome back to the H2S2 Show. Those are the sounds of the elements. Earth, wind, and fire! Kids, ask your parents and grandparents about them. That's good old school music for you, I'm trying to tell y'all. When this hit plays, that means it's time for us to introduce to you another Chicago shining star that shines in the sport that they play, in the classroom, and in the community. That's what this segment is all about. It's being sponsored by Life Church, who believes in developing relationships that create and foster a space that is not only church, but feels just like home. Life Church is a place where people receive help, healing, and hope according to the gospel of Jesus Christ. To learn more about their worship services and ministries, you can visit www.getthelife.org, the official sponsors of the H2S2 Shining Star segment. I love God. You don't love God? What's wrong with you? I'm, I'm sorry, y'all. I got caught up in the spirit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> As I mentioned at the top of the show, we are sometimes invited to signing days for student athletes all over the city of Chicago. And we decided after attending a few of these, it would make for another great means to have more student athletes as Shine a Star guests on the show. It also brings us great joy to be invited to share in a moment for these shining stars, their families, friends, coaches, and the school. Such was the case when we were invited to attend the signing day for one of the top high school bowlers in the city of Chicago. We now introduce to you this week's shining star from Morgan Park Mustang Senior, Reginald Petty Jr. School, I had the opportunity to share in a moment with a shining star talent from the Morgan Park Mustang Bowler, Reginald Petty. Reginald, congratulations. For those who weren't fortunate enough to be here, to hear your announcement, let people know where you decided to go to the next level and compete. Uh, for the next four years, I'll be continuing my education and bowling career at Notre Dame College in Ohio, and that's where I'll be going for the next four years. So, Reginald, how does it feel, this moment right here? It feels wonderful. Um, it's everything I dreamed of before. When I was a kid, I used to always want to bowl. I used to play bowling, and uh, I used to play football. And I knew when my senior year, I wanted to sign to a good school, and today my day has come. What was it about Notre Dame College that made you choose them? It was a family aspect. My first visit I went to, they took me in like I was there for four years already, and I just couldn't help but resist it and just go there to Notre Dame and be a part of that family. Reggie, you leave behind a couple of guys who are looking to follow in your footsteps. Let these current student athletes know what was the process like. First thing, you gotta make sure your grades is good. Always. And having your grades is good has helped me get better offers and helped me wonder what I want to do and get it done faster. Because if you have your grades together and you got your test scores done, it's easier. Instead of you just trying to make your grades up and do other things, if you have your grades done first, it, everything else will be easier. During your signing, we found out something that I didn't know, that Notre Dame College is one of the top colleges in the nation in bowling. 
Yes, they are. Um, they just this past weekend they came out the national rankings and they were six. I gotta give your dad a, a moment to talk about it, and I want you to tell me from the coach's aspect and also from a father aspect. How great is this moment? Yeah, I'm real proud. I'm proud of my son, my family, the village that raised him. We just proud, you know, and it's a good thing. He's going to a good school, and uh, we had a little glitch, but everything's settled now. I'm just proud of him. as a coach and a, as a parent. And when we talk about the process for Reggie, what was the process like for you guys? How did you help him? No, 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 it's good. It's it's good. We we've done this for a long time. We played football for many years. We bowled all our life. And when he came to me last spring, he said, "I just want to do bowling, and I'm gonna commit to it." So he committed, and he had a uh, excuse my friends, but he had a hell of a bowling season for his senior year. So he done a lot of things that I've seen a couple kids do. So I'm just really proud. Of him. Now I'm gonna ask a tough question. Which is tough, the coach or the father? Both. <laughs> both, 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 both. I mean, I coached him from junior league to probably now. It's been okay. Just watching him grow and do what he got to do, I just, I'm really proud. And also sharing in this moment is the head coach of the Morgan Park Mustang Bowling Team, Coach Townsend. How does it feel to see one of your own? This is the third one in three years. It's very special. Seeing I had him three years is real special. And I've been knowing this kid since he was about 11 years old, 10, 11 years old. So it's real special. And what does this say about the Morgan Park bowling program when you have student athletes going to the next level? Well, when I took over the program, the one thing I told them we would do was I'm going to get them to college and get them, we were going to get championships. We did both of those. That's what accomplished. The thing about it is, is you can't do anything in life if you don't have these books. And that's what we stress with our program. We have a player's contract. They have to maintain their grades. We don't even have a 2.0. No, you have to maintain a positive grade. You have to have a positive attitude because at the end of the day, if he breaks his hand tomorrow, he still has his brain to rely on. And that's what we need. That's the key you need in this life. Right, well, let's talk and have some fun with Reggie right now because, Reggie, we got your family here. And when we talk to Shining Stars, we like to know a little bit more about the Shining Stars. I know you're Reggie, and some people call you Reggie. What's some other nicknames out there for you? It's pretty much just Reggie. All Potato Head, yeah, Junior. All right, well, right. <laughs> where Potato Head come from? Um, Actually, so, actually a couple, about two years ago, I messed up my thumb. And the remedy is to put the potato on it. And then, so everybody just comes Potato Head after that. <laughs> and we're talking about you signing a bowling scholarship. So I got to ask the question. Share with me your best bowling moment. Oh, wow. Um, sophomore year, probably. I think it was our first first invitation, if I'm not mistaken. First game, I had a tough game. Second game, I actually shot 300. And it was me and the other kid from, I believe, Brother Rice or something like that. And we both shot 300. But that was like my best moment in sophomore year. So, yeah. And that's the moment that sticks out the most. What about this as it compares to this? Having your friends, your family here at the school to honor you on this signing day. I feel like nothing beats this. This is everything you pretty much ask for. I got family, friends, you got everybody you can pretty much ask for. So I just love just this feeling being here just in general. What's your favorite class? Uh, my favorite class is science. My, actually, my major is to be a physical therapist. I just I just always wanted to just figure out why I hurt myself or why I do something. To just figure out why my body's doing this or why it's doing that. And I just want to figure out why I'm doing it and just get a better understanding of it. And did you have a, a rival that pushed you to your best game throughout the city? Most definitely. Uh, Brooks. Uh, I was supposed to go to Brooks my freshman year, but I ended up not going there and coming to Morgan Park. So every time I bowl Brooks, I always know I have to beat them by as many pins as I possibly can. So yeah. No. <laughs> so let's talk about this. I'm an eighth grader and I'm looking for a high school to go to. Why should I choose Morgan Park and be a Mustang? 
the Morgan Park environment is just overall is just a great a great environment. If you a bowler, most definitely always come to Morgan Park. You know, five time city champion. You always you get that. And then just from that standpoint, just the family around it and everybody in here is just great. Just great to be around. And when you think about some of the things that you've accomplished, both in the city, on the state level, what sticks out most to you? I believe it's just the city because when the city is more tight knit when it comes to bowling. So if it's like if you do something in the city, everybody and their mama know about it. And it just sticks out. That's pretty much what it is. Everything in the city just comes out faster. What motivates you in this game of bowling? Just looking at TV every day. Um, my idol, he was, he was not a person who went to school every day like that. And just looking at him and just having seen the success he has just makes me want to just wake up every morning, go to school, and after I get out of school, go bowling and work on my craft. And just looking at him and just looking at everybody in the PBA to a period, just, just the things that they do is just not physical that most people can't do. So, and bowling is not a bigger sport. So I'm trying to make it bigger than what it really is. Reggie, I, I gotta admit, you know, you put me in retirement. After I saw you guys perform, I don't want a recreational bowl. I don't, I'll put y'all game of shame. I want you to talk about the challenges of bowling for those who don't understand what it takes to be a good bowler. It's not just bowling up a ball down the lane. It's, a, it's some craft behind it. Yeah, most definitely. First thing is, bowling is not a very big sport. So that being it right there, a lot of people say bowling. What's bowling? Why you don't play football or basketball because of your size? So you just have to, that's one alone, just being alone. And then other things is just having oil patterns, just different oil patterns, different bowling balls, knowing what everything does and what you have to do. Bowling is really just geometry, really, and just math, period, and science. So once you know those things, you're pretty much good, and that's the challenges. Well, Reggie, we have a great crowd here and your friends and family. I want to give you an opportunity to say something to those who've supported you throughout your four years and throughout your time in bowling. I'd like to just say thank you to everybody who has supported me through this whole process and just giving me the strength to keep going and even encouraging me to when I was on my lowest points to just keep going and just keep fighting to the end. And now I'm here to where I'm at today. And ladies and gentlemen, this is our shining star, Reginald Petty Jr. And he's headed to Notre Dame College signing day. And thank you for letting us be a part of it. Thank you, thank you. High School Holler. Many thanks once again to Reggie Potato Head Petty Jr. <laughs> for allowing us to share his signing day with him, his family, Coach Town, and also big hollers out to Mr. Berger, Athletic Director at Morgan Park High School for letting us know about the school signing day events. Keep them coming. We don't mind coming back out to Morgan Park to share those types of moments. I love it. It's a lot of fun watching the student-athletes embrace the positive energy from the people coming to honor them. Now, we'll continue to come out to as many signing days as we're invited to attend. The missus and I, we enjoy that. Now, if our calendar fills up, we might need some help. So if you're a student who's a sports fan and willing to help us out cover some of these signing days and other athletic events, you can do so by becoming a member of the H2S2 reporting crew and even join me on air some Saturdays. So go grab a pen and paper and listen to the details on how you can join the H2S2 reporting crew. Yo, 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 what's up? Are you a sports fan? Do you want to impress your family and friends with the knowledge of the game while in the stands or roaming the sidelines? Well, the High School Hall of Sports Show is looking for you. We are seeking dedicated students from all over Chicago and the suburban high school area to join the H2S2 Sports Reporting Crew. If you want to be a part of the H2S2 Reporting Crew, here's what you need to do. Send an email to H2S2 at UrbanFieldHouseMedia.com. Again, that's H2S2 at UrbanFieldHouseMedia.com.
com. And in the subject line, type, I want to join the H2S2 reporting crew. And in 100 words or less, tell us about your high school pride and your high school mascot and which team you would like to represent. Every email will be reviewed, so don't hesitate or wait. Here's the chance to join the H2S2 reporting crew and to get timed up for your school because you never know if we will be at your school next. Tune in every Saturday to the High School Holla Sports Show. Welcome back to the High School Holla Sports Show and our Diva Sports segment brought to you by our friends at CP Travel Squad. For the best in cruises, resort vacations, or to book a vacation with an unforgettable experience, call Manera at 312-371-5985. You can also check out other great deals on Facebook at CP Travel Squad. The official sponsors are the H2S2 Diva Sports segment and this girls basketball game of the week. Well, the city playoffs are behind us and many of the girls basketball programs have turned their focus to the IHSA State Playoffs, which actually started a week or so ago. The public league, full of talented squads, was well represented in all four classes of the girls' basketball, ranging from Class 1A to 4A, and we made it a point to try to follow as many of the schools as we could during the run for a state title. So, since the show airs on Saturday and many of the games are played throughout the week, the list of public league representatives in some classes seem to fall off like the first few rounds many not until the regionals or the sectional rounds like in class 1a the richards warriors lost in the regionals while we have two teams repping the public league in class 2a waiting to play later today the harlan falcons and the marshall lady commandos will compete for a class 2a girls basketball state championship which also brings us to this week's girls basketball game of the week which comes to us from the IHSA class 3A girls basketball state playoffs where the public league's Gwendolyn Brooks Lady Eagles and the Morgan Park Lady Mustangs had made it all the way to the state semifinals in that class at Rich East High School in the south suburb of Park Forest, Illinois. We were there to see Morgan Park Mustangs take on the Bishop McNamara Fighting Irish out of Kankakee. So, while we waited to cover the second game, we had an opportunity to enjoy the first game, which featured the Brooks Lady Eagles against the Kankakee Kays. It was straight up. Kankakee versus Chicago, two schools repping for both cities, and the winners to face one another in the sectional championships, which was just this past Thursday. The winner of that game goes on to the super section. Well, unfortunately, the Brooks Eagles gave a great effort in a loss to the Kankakee Kays, 50-38. to We caught up with the head coach of the Brooks Lady Eagles, Shanika Monroe, to talk about her girls' season and being able to make it this far in the state playoffs. Here's what she shared with us. High School Holla. Steven Ramsey here at the Class 3A Girls IHSA State Semifinal Round where the Gwendolyn Brook Lady Eagles fell just short to the Kankakee Kays. I'm joined now with the head coach of the Brooks Lady Eagles, Coach Anita Monroe. Tough loss, but the girls made it this far. It has to still be a moral victory. It is, and they're all coming back. That's the good thing. We don't have one senior. We got all freshmen, sophomores, and juniors. So that's the only thing a coach can ask for. Play hard and come back next year even better. Hey, Coach, talk about your overall season that these Lady Eagles had? 
Overall, uh, it was tough. It started off tough, but you can never be mad with the way we ended. Real rocket at the beginning, especially with this new super conference. <laughs> and, you know, we're at the top of the super conference playing the Simeons, the Morgan Parks, the Harlands. And so, you know, it was a tough season, but like I said, we finished strong, and that's all you can ask for. And what did those types of games do to help you get this far? That's not an easy task to get to. At all. It definitely helped us prepare, helped us push, you know, gave us that extra fight, you know, just by playing all those tough teams. If you notice, everybody in our division was at least three teams in the Fossil State and three teams in our division in the Varsity State. So just playing that type of competition day in and day out only could help us for this. Coach Monroe, for those people and listeners who have yet to see these Lady Eagles like we have, what do you just want to tell them about these young ladies? They were great. Feel free to um, come out. It'll be on our website. You go under the student portal and the athletic section, and you can go ahead and subscribe. And, Coach, what do you want to say to the Brooks Lady Eagle fans that supported you and the ladies all throughout the season? Thank you. Keep it up. Next year, you're going to see us, and we're going to be even stronger. All right. Thank you, Coach Monroe. High School Holler. So that place is the city battle. Kankakee won Chicago Zip. But we had a team that could even things out and go forth to rep for Chicago in coach Taliba Murph and her Morgan Park Lady Mustangs who were set to take on the Bishop Mack Fighting Irish. We briefly talked with Coach Murph right before the game to ask how she felt about her team making it one step closer in these state playoffs. High School Holla. Steven Spoon Ramsey here at the IHSA Class 3A Girls Semifinals Rounds. I'm here with the head coach of Morgan Park, Lady Mustangs, Coach Taliba Murph. How does it feel that your girls made it this far all the way to the semi-sectional? It feels amazing. They worked hard to get here. So now we just got to prove our point that, you know, we should be here playing Thursday. What do you know about your opponent in the Bishop McNamara Fighting Irish? I know they're a structured team, uh, sound defense, solid defense. As long as we do what we're supposed to do, it shouldn't be a problem for us. All right, now, Coach, if you had to give a letter grade to your team throughout these playoffs, what letter grade would you give these Lady Mustangs? I'd give them an A+. Good luck, Coach, and we'll talk to you at that. All right, thank you. High School Holler. The game will start with the jump ball, and the Lady Mustangs will get things started with a big three-pointer from senior Rachel Spencer for the game's first points and score. Bishop Mack would come right back with a three-point play from sophomore Imani Williams for their first score of the game. The Lady Mustangs would get a point from the line thanks to senior Jordan Akins, who along with senior classmate Rachel Spencer would lead their team in scoring in the first quarter with three points. Add another two points from junior Charisma Robinson, the Lady Mustangs would score a combined nine points in the first quarter. Bishop Mack would answer that with yet another three-point play from junior Precious Browning, who led all scorers on her team in the first quarter with five points, add a few three-pointers from juniors Kiara Brown and Lauren Crisco, and a two-pointer from freshman Ty Hill, the fighting Irish of Bishop Mack would lead the Lady Mustangs of Morgan Park after the first quarter, 17-9. to The second quarter, things would progress for the Lady Mustangs as Bishop Mack would start things off in scoring with a two-point jumper from junior Kiara Brown. That would be answered by the Lady Mustangs junior, Destiny Hall, off an outlet pass for two. Things would move much faster pace in the second quarter as both teams would battle on the boards and cause turnovers with some tough defense. Bishop Mack would score back-to-back baskets off of rebounds by junior Precious Browning and sophomore Imani Williams. The Lady
Mighty Mustangs will score from the outside with four three-pointers in the quarter. Thanks to senior Jordan Aikens, juniors Charisma Robinson, Amber Anderson, and freshman Capri Williams. That would help keep things close in terms of momentum for the Morgan Park Lady Mustangs, who at the halftime trailed the Bishop Mack Fighting Iris by seven points. 29 to 22. Here's a brief comment from Morgan Park head coach Saliba Murph at halftime. High school holla. Coach, assess your team's performance in the first half. They're not really doing anything too special. They're just, you know, executing their defense, and that's that's the only thing that's really killing us right now. And what adjustments can we expect in the second? Expect us to come out guns blazing. Good luck. Talk to you after. All right, thank you. High school holla. Now, I told you it was a brief comment. I wasn't lying. But let me explain to you why. We head into the second half of play with the Morgan Park Lady Mustangs down by seven points to the Fighting Irish of Bishop McNamara 29-22 as we get set for the third quarter. Now, let me tell you why I believe this was a short comment by the coaching staff of Morgan Park. I'm just saying as a broadcaster and a fan of high school girls basketball or sports period and someone who has seen some fairly bad refereeing, this game, this was one of the worst officiated games I have ever witnessed. And I can say that because, one, this is a sports talk show. And we can criticize adults more so than we do the kids. Two, I think people are against the city kids for whatever reason they like to show it in any way they can. Third, in a game that means so much to these two teams, it's a shame that the refs had to take it away from actually being played on the court. The third quarter started off, as you heard from Coach Murph, guns are blazing. Senior Jordan Akins took those orders and delivered on a long three-point to start things off in the third quarter. Bishop Mac Jr., Lauren Crisco, would answer with a quick two. Followed up by a steal and score by Bishop Mac Jr. Precious Brownie off of a Morgan Park inbound pass. That would be answered by a two-point shot from Lady Mustang Jr. Charisma Robinson. And this with our things rolling. Bishop Mac freshman Ty Hill would score two points off an outlet pass to keep the Bishop Mac lead 33 to 27. Lady Mustang senior Jordan Akins would say twos won't do. We knock down threes and she would pull up at the Morgan Park Lady Mustangs within three which brings the score 33 to 30. At four more points combined with senior Kobe Underwood and junior Destiny Hall the Lady Mustangs would go on a 12-8 run in the third quarter and would trail by three points, 37-34, to 34, heading into the fourth and final quarter of play. Now, you heard me say how bad the officiating was in this game. As long as the Lady Mustangs were down by 10 or so points, everything was fine. You can imagine how worse it got when they closed the gap to three points. The fourth quarter would start with senior Kobe Underwood, who was simply hauling down everything she could get her hands on as she went to the line to connect on one or two shots as she was fouled on the first possession for the Lady Mustangs. The Lady Mustangs, who were now by two points, 37 to 35. Bishop Mack would answer that with three straight baskets, two from junior Kiara Brown and another from sophomore Emmanuel Williams 
to take a 43-35 lead, which Coach Murph took a quick timeout to gather her team at the 450 mark left to play in this game. Coming out of that timeout, senior Kobe Underwood got tough and a three-point play to inch closer, 43-38. Then her classmate, senior Joy the Aikens, bangs another three-pointer to come back within two points, 43-41, with now 415 left in the ballgame. The next few minutes would see Bishop Max score the next five points off of drives and one from the free throw line, while the Lady Mustangs would miss a few easy buckets inside without fouls being called, but I told you the refing wasn't the best. That didn't stop the Lady Mustangs from battling back, playing eight on five with 36 seconds left to play, 48 to 43. Coach Murph forced to have her team foul would find the Bishop Mac Fighting Irish struggling at the line. With 20 seconds left to play, Junior Destiny Hall drains a big three-pointer to pull the Lady Mustangs within two points once again, 48 to 46. Now, with 15 seconds left to play, Bishop Mack was looking to inball the ball. The player receiving the ball literally trips on her own, falls with two Morgan Park players back turned towards her, and senior Kobe Underwood is called for the foul, which fouls her out of the game. I told you, it was simply terrible. Bishop Mack will send Junior Allison Burge. Hits one out of two from the free throw line, giving the Fighting Iris a three-point lead, 49-46. to 46. A quick timeout with 7.7 .7 seconds left to play in the game. The Lady Mustangs come out of a quick timeout with a play to run. It's Junior Destiny Hall getting fouled and going to the line. Now, that was one of the few fouls that they actually did call for the Lady Mustangs. She misses on a one-on-one. -on -one. The ball goes out of bounds to the Morgan Park Lady Mustangs with 5.3 seconds left to play and a chance to tie this ball game and send it into OT. The Lady Mustangs throws the inbound pass and it's stolen away by Bishop Mack Jr. Precious Brownie as they would win and advance to the sectional championship game. It was just simply terrible how the refs did not let the play on the court dictate the winner of this game. But we had a chance to hear from Coach Taliba Murph on a hard loss ending the Morgan Park Lady Mustang season. High School Holla. Steven Spoon at the end of our H2S2 girls basketball game of the week. I'm joined now with the head coach of the Morgan Park Mustangs, Coach Murph. Tough loss, Coach. I'll say it for you because I know to be politically correct, you might not be able to say it. Some terrible refereeing against the Lady Mustang. It was a tough loss. Um, I told my girls from the jump, it's always going to be eight against five. You know, we never look to get any calls. So, you know, they just got to be mentally strong and play through it. We kind of fell short in our mental game. Uh, we let them get up a little bit, but we still kept it in. Like I said, every game, it comes down to mental toughness, and that's where we just kind of fell short. Talk about how tough it was. You did a tremendous coaching job, even getting to the sectional semifinals. Thank you. I'll admit it, it was tough at first, just making sure everybody was on the same page. Like I told you before, it comes down to the little things like we missed a lot of layups. We weren't, you know, running the floor like we're supposed to. We weren't really executing on defense. So, like I said, it's the little things that, that holds us back, and it held us back today. Talk about the tremendous play of Jordan and Destiny down the line. They came out and played how I know they can play. You know, they're leaders on the team. Destiny is a captain. Jordan is a senior. So I expect big plays from my upperclassmen. And they came and they showed up, but they didn't show up and show out as long as I needed them to. After a tough loss like this, what did you say to your girls in the locker room? 
Unfortunately, it's the end of the road for the seniors, but just let them know what's going to fuel us for next season is this game right here. So we just got to take that and use it as motivation for the returning, you know, freshmen, sophomores, and juniors. We got to remember this moment, how we got cheated out this moment, and just fuel it out for the entire season. And how we going to come back? Come back guns blazing to win state. And what do you want to say? The Morgan Park fans came out. They packed out Rich East High School. I appreciate the support from, from everyone, to the girls' family, to my family, to our fans, the alumni, everybody. We appreciate it. Like, without them, we probably wouldn't have been able to make this type of run today. Coach Murray, great job. And the Lady Mustangs should be proud. Thank you. Thank you. High School Holla. The Public League hopes are still alive in runs at a state title. In Class 3A girls basketball, Coach Gary Bell and the Bogan Lady Bengals, who play Nazareth Academy out of LaGrange Park at Concordia University, they play Monday night in River Forest, Illinois. So we still are live in Class 3A Super Sectional, and our girls H2S2 Game of the Week will be that one. Over in the girls basketball class 4A, the Kenwood Lady Broncos and the Whitney Young Lady Dolphins within their public league chances there with two tough losses in the semifinals of class 4A that took place at Hillside, Illinois, Proviso West High School. That leads the public league with a win-win situation in the state 2A girls basketball championships tonight. Redbird Arena in Bloomington, Illinois on the campus of I-State, Illinois State University. Coach Eddie Niles and the Harlan Lady Falcons, the Golden Girls who play like Golden State, seeking to make history, take on the living legend herself. Coach Dorothy Gators and the Marshall Lady Commandos seeking their ninth state championship. Harlan Lady Falcons defeated Eureka 55 to 50 yesterday, led by senior Dejanae Winston and junior Tanel Tippy Robinson with 16 points. And Tippy had 12 rebounds too. You go girl. Then the Marshall Lady Commandos in double overtime defeated Tilopolis 46 to 43 after not scoring a single point in the first quarter and only scoring nine points in the second. It was 21 to 9 at halftime. The Lady Commandos went on a 37 to 22 run for the rest of the game. This game was led by senior Danila Rainey with 16 points who apparently wasn't ready to come home or in her senior season without a chance to win a state championship. Now family, you've heard me rant about this before. We're the only game in town in Bloomington, Illinois. No other schools are playing. No other cities are represented. It's all Chicago in a state championship battle tonight. If you're a band director, call the principal, strike up the band, let's head to I-State. They have enough room, trust me, for everybody in there. If you're a girls basketball coach in the public league who's out of it, call up the team and let's go out and support the girls they played against and you've coached again. If you're a true-blooded Chicagoans and love the kids, get up and call the peeps and let's caravan down and cheer on the two teams from Chicago. We are about an hour and a half away in driving. So, no reason we shouldn't have a caravan following these two public schools downstate. Wife, why don't you pack us up some sandwiches, baby? Sydney, get daddy's drinks. Put, put, no, no, baby girl, put that one down as daddy's antifreeze when it's cold outside and after I've shoveled the snow. I meant the pops next to it, baby girl. 
telling you kids boy let's get together and get up the family and let's take a ride down the red bird arena on our state i just told y'all last week what would happen i told you it would be these two in the championship game i'm trying to tell you girls play too is a fact it's not just a movement so while we have an opportunity let's go out and cheer on these girls who are out here keeping their heads heels and standards high as we say here in diva sports segment out here playing ball on the court rather than supporting knucklehead thugs in court so let's encourage them by going out to these championship games and support them at i-state another great way you can support area high school student athletes is by support foundation through donating your time talent and or resources we can make a difference for our area student athletes for more information on how you can help visit the urban field house foundation website www.urbanfieldhousefoundation.org uff cares looks to help area student athletes and community athletic programs within the city of chicago coming up is coaches chatter we introduce you to an old friend of the show and a new friend doing great things on the elementary school level details next after this on the h2s2 high school Holler sports show Are you looking for ways to reach new audiences and increase your clientele? Then let Urban Fieldhouse Media help you. We provide great packages that will allow your business to grow by serving as one of our sponsorship partners with any of our shows, such as the one you are listening to now. If you are interested in becoming a sponsorship partner, please contact Urban Fieldhouse Media at 312-772-5003 or by email at info at urbanfieldhousemedia.com for further information on our rate packages. We have opportunities for all size businesses, both local and national to grow by reaching diverse audiences through our creative programming. So join us today and let's grow together. Welcome back to the High School All of Sports Show. Time now for Coach's Shadow, where we talk to area coaches around Chicago about the details of coaching and some of those things we don't get to know about coaching behind the scenes as we watch from the stands. Coach's Chatter is being brought to you by Robin Patrice, a trend-setting and one-of-a-kind online store offering first-rate products and exceptional customer service to shoppers from the comfort of their own home. To find out more about their products and accessories, check them out at RobinPatrice.com. R-O-B-B-I-N-P-A-T-R-I-C-E.com, where homemade is the new black and the official sponsors of this week's Coach's Chatter segment. We always look to offer further insight to our listeners from every aspect of the game. And while we all tend to be most critical of coaches, we don't always know what a tough job it can be behind the scenes. And many of our coaches wear more than one hat, as you've heard from previous guests on the show. I recently touched base with an old friend of the show whose high school football, unfortunately due to lack of student commitment and funding, had been canceled for the season. We just don't like to have guests on. We oftentimes keep in contact with coaches to find out what things they're doing and to let you know what they can offer in terms of athletic training and camps so the kids can learn and be safe off the streets. Well, I contacted Coach Andrew Frierson. We call him Coach Fry. 
who had moved on to another level of coaching. And we had thoughts of adding another element to the show for the babies, which is where he currently is coaching and also serving as athletic director. This is how awesome God works. Coach Fry's new position lined up with our thoughts and what we wanted to do with elementary school athletics and adding another element to the show. So, not only did he and his principal agree to let us come to Andrew Carnegie Elementary School to do this interview on elementary school athletics, Coach Fry added another side to it by inviting us to speak with his 5th and 6th grade boys basketball coach, Andre Turner. These two brothers dropped some great info on us, not only about coaching at an elementary school level, also about what we as a community can do and should do to support the babies playing elementary school sports. Take a listen. We are going to talk to you about coaching on a whole new level, the level of elementary school athletics. And we chose a good friend of the show who we've talked to before, and he's taken on a different role, a whole different dynamic at Andrew Carnegie Elementary School. And we're not just going to bless you with this coach. We're going to bless you with two coaches. We're going to bring back Coach Andrew Frierson. We like to call him Coach Fry, along with Coach Andre Turner, who coaches the fifth and sixth grade boys from Andrew Carnegie as Coach Fry is not only the athletic director, he's also the head basketball coach for the girls 7th and 8th grade. Coaches, welcome to the Coaches Chatter. And Coach Fry, man, welcome back. Oh, thank you. It's a blessing. Thank you very much for having me back. And Coach Turner, welcome. Man, thanks for having me, man. It's a blessing. I appreciate everything you do, man. Thanks for having me. No, man, we appreciate what you guys do. Start off by telling us how you got to this level of coaching on the elementary school, Coach Fry. Well, been doing this a lot of years now, 14 years total to be exact between coaching uh, football more at the high school level um, and coaching basketball as well and it, it's been a great ride so far and I just love doing it and I love inspiring kids and giving them great feedback and just love it I, there's no way to just express it really I just love doing what I do to inspire kids and shed the light on sports that you know it's out here to change lives and to make people better and to give them discipline and love what about you coach Turner how'd you get to this level of coach? Well, for me, um, this is my first year being a coach ever, so it's very new to me. But once I learned that it was two teams, fifth and sixth grade, and also a seventh and eighth grade team, and they said no one filled the vacancy of the fifth and sixth grade basketball coach, I definitely was quick to step up and take that role. I mean, I always thought I played basketball when I was a kid, younger growing up, and I always thought about coaching. I actually took a coaching class in college, so this was just blessing in disguise for me. When I got the job, it was easy. They said, yeah, you can Go ahead, take it over. So, first year coach, I'm just learning the adjustments and everything like that. So, yeah. And talk about Coach Turner, how it's been a help for you to have a Coach Fry. Oh, yeah, having Coach Fry is also a blessing in disguise because he knows so much and the experience he has makes it even easier for all coaches that's involved with the program here at Carnegie. He makes it easy. He's very accessible. He does everything for the kids on his own most times, too. Like, he provides things for them, doing extra things for the kids to make them inspired or make them motivated. And I see that myself, and it makes me motivated as well. It makes me want to do more. 
more. So hopefully one day I can be in the same position as Coach Fry. But it's it's a blessing having him because he shows me so many things and tells me so many things that I don't know. And he keeps me in the loop with everything that's going on. Me being just a fifth and sixth grade coach and him being the athletic director as well as the coach for seventh, eighth grade. He just does so much. I mean, he probably don't know how much he actually does. I mean, like, it's a lot that he does, and I appreciate everything he does for me. And Coach Fry, let's talk about that. We'll talk about the athletic director portion of it, but I, I, I really want to know, in terms of coaching, how different is it from the high school and the elementary school level? Uh, well, for me, it's not too different. I mean, the only difference is his age, maybe he's a little bit of skill level, but, you know, doing it as long as I have and uh, working around great coaches that have just really guided me along the way, you know, from football in, it's always been Lexi Spurlock, Roy Curry, Glenn Johnson, and just to name some from the basketball end, I mean, it's always been uh, Coach Rocky Hill, who's always been in my corner to just support me. When you learn from legends like that, even coaching from both sports, you learn and take those uh, things with you, and they help you out a lot in order to take it to the next level for you to be a head coach and to take those tools and instill them into your own program. Coach Fry, let's start with you on this question. And then, Coach Turner, I want you to chime in as well. What are the challenges do you face at this level of coaching? Living in Chicago itself, I think, is, is just a challenge. And just making sure our kids are safe and that they have the best and right tools for them in order to have the resources to get to and from school safely, to get to games. And then, again, just having that love, discipline, and support from us as educators in the school and as well as getting it from at home. So um, I do think some of those things can be a challenge at points for our kids, but they always know they have the love and support from the staff here at Carnegie and from our principal, Ms. Pollard, and our assistant principal, Ms. Roberson. Um, and, and they've taught us as a staff that this is what these kids really need, you know, especially being at a high level one school that we are. And it's been really a good inspiration. What about you, Coach Turner? What are some of the challenges you're facing? Because you're dealing with fifth and sixth grade boys. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. It's many challenges. Um, Piggying back off what Fry said, just being black growing up in Southside Chicago is a challenge within itself. And it can be hard, like like he said, it can be hard making sure they get home safe, making sure they get picked up on time and all that. That's definitely a challenge within itself, making sure parents are on top of everything. As well as us being on top of everything, that got to do with our boys too. Now going like into the basketball aspect, I would say it's, it's a few challenges. I would say the most challenging thing for me being a new coach is being patient, I guess, would be a challenge because, you know, these boys are just fifth and sixth and this is really like, besides small fry outside of school, but in terms of school structure and organization, this is like the first basketball program they get into. So they excited about everything. They thirsty to do everything. They want to practice all day and night. They want to just do everything. So it's just patience and just holding back sometimes. You got to like show them like, look guys, like the discipline sometimes can be a challenge. You know, like just, I know y'all want to play ball all day, all night, but sometimes we got to take it back a step, do some discipline things, do like just drills. I know y'all want to just go, but like sometimes you gotta, you know, it's patience. It's patience and, and dedication too. That's another challenge because, you know, being dedicated to a boy so young, you might not take it as serious as it would be like for Fry. He coached high school and coached elementary. So, you know, the serious level is way, the, like way higher in high school. It's being way more serious, more adamant about things. But with fifth and sixth, I'm learning to just take things as it is because they're only 12, 11, 13 at the oldest, so it's only so much they can do and learn and show me. So it's just all those things take into account when it comes to challenges. 
Coach Fry, is the challenge is different coaching girls than it is for the boys? Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, I love the girls. You know, they, they like to get into little small stuff. But I, I love them all to death. I mean, they're not just a great group of kids um, on the court, but they're a great group of kids off the court. Um, academically, we have four students out of, out of the 12 that we have that are on honor roll. The other ones are more in the uh, B range of trying to get to that A. So it's like I always tell them to strive for the goal. If you can get a C, you can get a B. If you can get a B, you can get an A. And from the girls and I mean it, it's just been a it's just been a great ride so far coaching them and, and I just love them all to death. They're just a great group of girls. They always go to bat for me. They always wanna work hard. They always wanna achieve goals. And part of that is why we're undefeated right now. I had an undefeated regular season. These girls came a long way from where they were last year. They went through a lot of adversity last year, you know, winning four games and you know fighting uh to have uh, the right season that can make them successful, but coming from a four-game season to a now 8-0 and season was a tremendous turnaround for them, and, you know, they played hard because they wanted it, and they wanted to succeed. When we talk about these rewards, both of you have taken your team to the next level of things. Talk about not only the reward of having these young women and young men play at a championship level. Talk about how it is for you as a reward. Uh, well, the reward is great. Um, it's, it's always great to be undefeated or to just take a team from what they were a year before and turn them into a much greater success than they were uh, previously. The goal, obviously, is to win the conference championship on Saturday on all three levels. As well, uh, for our seventh, eighth grade boys, they've had a great year. They, they uh, finished seven and one. And then uh, Coach Turner has had a great year as well with 8-0 and and then us finishing 8-0. Uh, just, you know, from a record-wise, you know, this is the first time actually from what I see that Carnegie is the number one seed for all three basketball levels. The amount of work and time that we put in to make this comes with the reward itself. It wasn't an easy thing for none of us, but just having a, the strong collaboration that we all have had as coaches and making this not just a, oh, it's just about the girls team, it's about the fifth and sixth grade or about the seventh. We made it about the program as one at Carnegie. And you being a first-time head coach, what are some of the rewards you've experienced thus far? Man, um, just being a coach myself, experiencing rewards has been it's been great. You know, you got the guys that like you know try to talk to you about all oh, you coaching. What what type of guys y'all winning over there? Y'all losing? What y'all doing? You know, <laughs> you know how that goes. So man, when I tell my my guys and other people that I know outside of work, they like wow on the field. That's that's good. Being a first-year coach, that's something that's like a great. And with me being so humble at times, it, it really like catch me in awe sometimes. Like, man, I am. Like, yes, this is rewarding. Like, I've never had a chance to be a part of an undefeated team playing sports growing up. So, with me being a coach and having an undefeated team, it's very rewarding to myself. It makes me feel great just being a coach and just feel great about being around these group of guys that I have. It just makes my day sometimes, just knowing that we went undefeated. Because, you know, Saturday morning, every Saturday we have a game. I don't know if it's because I'm a first-year coach, but it's always those morning jitters. Every time I wake up, I always have those morning nerves, like, I don't know what could happen today. So like once I get that win out my system for that day, it just be like, man, the rest of my day is set. No matter what I do, it could be 
I can stay at home all day. I can go out and do anything. But I'm really thinking about my guys. That's all I'm thinking about is my players all day. Like, man, we undefeated. I'm telling everybody. I'm texting people. We undefeated. We still going undefeated. It's just, it's just been a great ride and a great rewarding experience for me myself. Man, I, I love to hear that from coaches. I really do love to hear that from coaches. Now, Coach Brown, I want you to switch hats for a second. Let's talk about the athletic director standpoint. Talk about the structure of elementary um, school athletics. It's a little bit different for me. I mean, I've been an athletic director at the high school level. I was an athletic director at Chicago Tech High School when I was there um, my first year in 2014. You know, bringing that experience to elementary, it was it was a big, big twist, actually. Um, I could say elementary, it's a lot easier being an athletic director <laughs> versus high school. Because in high school, you got way more sports to maintain and everything. And, you know, when I was athletic director at Chicago Tech, we had football, two uh, basketball levels for boys and girls. We had cheerleading and uh, track and all this other stuff. So it, it was a lot more to maintain. But uh, here, it's a lot easier on me. Uh, dealing with the babies. It's great being at the elementary level, being an athletic director. I just love it. It's something I will tend to do for a lot of years here at Carnegie. Glad that uh, my principal, Ms. Pollard, took a chance on me. I love doing it for the kids. We all know that high school can't go out and recruit, but even at this age, I'm sure you guys are getting questions about the next level for these student-athletes. How are you helping them in their decision what high school fits their talent or fits their educational abilities? I talk with my girls about that all the time, as well as the seven, eighth grade boys, because graduation is right around the corner for our eighth graders. So I'm always trying to tell them that make sure you choose a high school that does best fit you. If you want to get into the medical field or stuff like that, look at what high schools support that. And I said, really, you got to look at it kind of like college. What's, there's some high schools out there that are good for trading. There's some high schools that are good for medical. There's some high schools that are good for engineering. Again, I told them, like, you almost got to choose it like it's to college sometimes so we've had nine of our girls on the basketball team take a selective enrollment test they all succeeded so they all have a list to choose from from which schools they want to get to i have three girls right now interested in whitney young i have a couple more that's interested in westinghouse and two that are interested in going to king i tell them whatever choice you set yourself on just make sure it's the best one that's right for you now coach turner you got a young boys, fifth and sixth grade and they basketball boys and they're seeing the likes of the Simeons, the Morgan Parks, the Bogans, the Curies play ball. I'm sure you're answering a lot of questions about the next level. What do you say to those young men? The first thing I, I talk about is life, not just basketball. It's bigger than basketball. It's about your life. So I tell them, like, even though you only in fifth or sixth grade, you still got to always have it in the back of your mind that high school is, is going to come up real quick. So you got to prepare yourself not just for basketball. You got to prepare yourself for life because it's a whole different experience. And when it comes to basketball, I just tell them, like, like Coach Fry said, picking up what he said, you got to pick that school that's best fit for you. Don't go to a school that has a great name that you just know the name of it from sports. You gotta go somewhere that a school that wants you, that wants you to play for them. And you wanna play. You don't wanna go to high school, try out for a team, you make it but you don't play like that or you don't even make the team because the team is already great. So I just tell them like to pick the school that best adheres to your abilities, to your skills. Not just, don't go for the big name. Don't go for the big name, man. Go for what's best for you, man. That's what I really try to teach as a coach. When we talk about, you know, elementary school, athletics, and you guys mentioned your games 
happens on Saturday and things like that. What other things can our listeners do, not only to support Andrew Carnegie Elementary School, but elementary school athletics in general? Get out there and support the babies, bottom line. <laughs> speaking from someone who coaches high school football as well, it's important because elementary is what starts it off. High school is the one that embraces it and, and makes it big. And then, you know, you want them to get noticed enough in high school where there's a college coach out there that's watching and paying attention and that can offer them that scholarship. It starts from the elementary and we have to get out there and just support them for everything that they're putting themselves in for. Yeah, and to get people to start noticing how big elementary school sports is, the resources just have to be there for elementary schools and, and all. Like, the things they have for high school, like state playoffs, city playoffs, they have little tournaments that always go on. I mean, it's a few tournaments for elementary schools, but it's probably not as many. So I feel like having the resources would definitely get elementary school noticed by a lot of people. Like, start having more things. Like, at this CPS score season, we could probably have, like, a spring tournament that CPS can host for schools that can be noticed and get out there with flyers and pluggers and different things of that nature that can help elementary school sports be heard about more. Also, us as coaches gotta put it out to ourselves. We gotta go around and talk and mingle and meet people. You know, just mention it. Like, yeah, I'm coaching here. Maybe we can get something together. At your school, we can host something, a little jamboree, anything. Just word of mouth, anything like that. Resources, word of mouth, all that. Just make a program bigger than itself. Don't forget, Coach Turner, coming on the high school hall of sports Coaches Chata can help that too. But no, I, I just, man, appreciate you two brothers sitting here and just giving us the insight to elementary school athletics. You guys had tremendous support, not only from the, your families, the school, and the community. I'm going to give you the last words. Starting with you, Coach Fry, what would you like to say to the people that supported not only Andrew Carnegie, the athletic program, period, but supported you as well? Uh, just keep on keeping on. Uh, we love. I love personally the, the support. I mean, starting from my wife, Viola, she always has been my number one biggest support. She's always been out there at summer practices in 100-degree weather heat and, and, and showed up to games with my, with my daughter holding her at the arms and stuff when she was a baby. You know, she's been my biggest rock and support, and uh, my parents, you know, they've always been my biggest rock and support as well. So I just love all the support that I've gotten. Uh, Miss Pollard has been great supporting me very much with these girls, providing Nike uniforms, not just the girls, but for our boys' basketball programs as well, which I kind of noticed no, no one else has that but us. Miss Pollard has been a complete blessing in disguise uh, for all these kids. And I mean, seeing Nike uniforms, stuff like that, it, it's giving these kids such an inspiration. And Miss Robeson has been great showing up to the games for us, uh, being there to support us. And, you know, we know we're going to have a lot of support from our Carnegie staff, which we're looking forward to. What about you, Coach? I just want to say thank you to everyone who supported. Starting off, I want to start with my parents. They always support me in anything I do. Every day they ask me, what time is the game Saturday? Did you have practice? How the boys doing? I love that. I love that they like being involved. Not only them, my big brother, he's always involved, asking me, coming to the game, showing out. Not only them, my friends, they always ask me what's going on, how you guys doing. They always try to lend support and advice and play. 
plays, anything they want to say just to try to help. And like Fry said, the staff here, the principal, the assistant principal, the teachers, they all support. We see them out there. It's not like we don't see them. We, nothing goes unnoticed with anything that the staff do here. They show support so much. It's like, it's like unbelievable sometimes. Thank you guys. Love the support. Appreciate it. Just keep on going like, like Fry said. Playing at a high level like we could, man. And Coach Fry, for anybody that wants to know anything about Andrew Carnegie Elementary School Athletics, where can they find out more information? You can always contact me at my email, abfryerson, F-R-I-E-R-S-O-N, at cps.edu. You can always call the school number, or you can always come up to the school on 1414 East 61st Place in Chicago. We welcome any students from pre-K to 8th grade that want to join the Carnegie family. We'd love to see continued support for this great Level 1 Plus school that we work at. Again, appreciate all the love we have from the administration to the teachers, to the parents, and down to the kids. There you have it, man. I want to thank you two brothers for joining us on the Coach's Chowder here on the High School Holler Sports Show. And now that we've established elementary school athletics, we're going to call this segment for elementary school, based on what you two brothers have done, the ones to watch. That's what we're going to do. Can we get a high five on that one? We're going to go with that one. We're going to go with that one. We got more on the High School Holler Sports Show. Stay with us. High School Holler. They are role models and educators. Their work requires a great deal of time and energy for very little pay. Who are these unsung heroes? Thanks, Coach. Thanks, Coach. The simple truth about education-based athletics in Illinois is this. Without a committed team of coaches and administrators, they just wouldn't be possible. School sports, they bring out the best in all of us. This message presented by the Illinois High School Association and the Illinois Athletic Directors Association. Get down, I'm trying to get up out of here. So with that, we want to thank all of you for sharing another Saturday with us. Before we let you go, we got some things you need to know. The Public League Girls Basketball is being well represented in the Class 2A State Championship game tonight in Bloomington, Illinois, Redbird Arena on the campus of I-State. Tonight, the game tips off at 7 p.m. Let's take a drive down I-55, 294, 290, however you need to get there. Let's go out and support the Public League Girls Basketball and those two great teams, Harlan Lady Falcons and the Marshall Lady Commandos. Hey, all divas out there interested in being a wrestler? It's the First Ladies Wrestling Club for CPS students called Beat the Streets Wrestling Club for Girls. It starts February the 26th at Dunbar High School. Initial cost is $15. Contact Lloyd Jimenez for more information at 773-936-7337. The Beat the Streets Girls Wrestling Club. That's something awesome. It's basketball season still, and we want to remind you there's another opportunity for some extra exposure. At the 8th Annual Illinois Unsigned Senior and Junior Exposure for the class of 2018 and 2019 Boys Varsity Level, they suggest early registration. The camp is limited to 120 players with exposure to 325 college coaches that's been invited from D2, D3, NAIA, and JUCO schools deadline to register is friday march the 9th for more information on this you can contact the camp's director coach terry head straight out of michelle clark high school 
at 312-501-7287. We'd like to say a special thanks, as always, to the coaches who joined us this week on the show. Coaches Taliba Murray of Morgan Park, Shanika Monroe of Brooks, Andrew Fryson and Andre Turner from Andrew Carnegie Elementary School. Congrats to all the teams who made it to compete in state playoffs in girls basketball and boys basketball as well, who are still alive to do so. Keep up the good work. Thank you to all of our partners and segment sponsors who make it all possible for us to bring you the best show covering high school sports in the city of Chicago. We look to hear from you again on social media. Holler at us at Facebook, Twitter, and Snapchat at Urban Fieldhouse. You can look us up that way. If you're on Facebook, like the High School Holler Sports Show page. Give us a thumbs up. We want that from you. Remember, you can always listen to a post of this broadcast along with many of the other past shows and segments on our website, urbanfieldhousemedia.com. You can subscribe to us on iTunes Podcast and follow us on SoundCloud. Just search for us under Urban Fieldhouse Media. Young people, the quote this week, remember this. Champions believe in themselves even when no one else does. Holler back next week and let's do it again like we do each and every Saturday. Family always know God loves you and we do too. I'll holler. High School Holler.